He says, don't put up your hands. But you know something? He told them something. If you live in a church where God is, <clears throat> it's a privilege on earth you will remember throughout your life, eternity. Okay? But you may live in a church where God is, and yet you encounter nothing. Because you are there, your heart is not there. And I pick up the microphone to tell them this. I was in the church yesterday till about, uh, we left there at 11.30 in the night. I said this to them, <clears throat> which I will share with you. Today, the word of God is rare. Truth is not common. Okay? And you will see the dichotomy that is all over the world inter- internet. Confusion from Confucianists. Satan is attacking the church again and again. Now he's now attacking the church from the church to mislead many people. But if you are in Christ's faith tabernacle, I can stand on earth before mortal men, before heaven, and say, God is here. Two weeks ago, two Fridays ago, I was in the Republic. The week before, I was in a village called Abbey. I met the minister who introduced took us to Abbey, Reverend May, yesterday. She was telling me that Apostle, she decided to, to filter the testimonies, that is to, to collate the testimonies of people who were healed in Abbey. She said, I want to send it to you, show it to the church. Of course, about four Fridays ago was Abbey, three Fridays ago was Benin Republic. And you were told about testimonies of what God did in Benin Republic. A woman who was bent over for 30 years, all right, by voodoo, who has a medical condition that medical practice were confused about. Because when she sneezes, she vomits pus, which smells very terribly. And this woman had worked like this for 30 years or crawled. For a person to be bent over, you try to do like this and work for one hour. All right? Exactly like the man, woman bent over in the church in the scripture, in the book of Luke. Now, Satan believed that she would die like that. Let me say something to you. I was preaching on the Thursday on the, tele- on the radio to appeal to people to come to the crusade. And I said, if Satan had bound you, just come. Healing is free. Salvation is free. Anywhere people ask for a seat, for them to pray for you, you must know they are messengers of Satan. They are not sent by God, regardless of the title they bear. If anybody asks you a seat to prophesy to you, you must know that they are not from the, the God of light, the Father of light. They are false prophets. Because Jesus said, freely you receive, freely. I told them, come. The woman said, she, felt, she said to herself, Another liar has come. But when I was teaching about Jesus Christ, how he heals, she said something spoke in her in, inside her that listen to this one. And at the end I said, You place your hand where it hurts you. And they put their hands. She she said, Because I cannot stretch, I had to put my hands on my laps. And the Holy Spirit picked up the leg painting and she was healed on the spot. All the pain vanished. She now said I will go to that crusade. The following day, she walked like this to the crusade. All right? But somebody was waiting for her. 
His name is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. As he did in the Bible, <laughs> he was ready to do again. And then she sat down. When I came into the meeting and I began to pray, destroying the powers of the wicked one, the power of God hit her back. Amen. Up she went. The woman said, I am able to raise my hand above my head for the first time in 30 years. There was another woman who said she came back from you know, her outing and she left her, her sandals at her door and entered the room. Because it's customary for a good number of Africans to do that. When she came out, her sandals was missing. Oh, who stole my sandals, she said. She said on the third day, the sandals showed up. Right at the same place that she put it. Oh, she said, thank God they brought my sandals back. She put her legs in the sandals, and instantly something crept from the sandals into her body. It says that it looks as if a snake was coiling around her leg, but along with that, it seemed as if soldier ants surrounded her legs, and they began to eat her up. Now, for those who are in medical field, if you don't know about these sicknesses, you still need a little bit more practice in your medicals. Both in England and in Africa, there is something which is called spell. And people who are spelled, we have symptoms sometimes, and those symptoms will look like a particular sickness, but when you use all your machines to test them, you will not find a validation for such sickness, though they have symptoms of the sickness. That is one. Some other time when the devil afflicts people, you will check everything medically you cannot understand. If you check all medical history of sicknesses, you will not find such sickness ever existed. They came by affliction. You saw it happens in England, and it happens in Africa. What happened is that somebody took her sandals to the voodoo priest to afflict her. But this is the strangest thing that will confuse medical science. She said she felt like ants walking and biting her. But physically, you can see ant bites all around her leg, from the foot to the knee. The whole body was beaten like, by ants. It's like when ants physically bite you, you see it. When soldier ant bites you, you will see the, the marks. So you have that mark. And we videoed it for evidence. But you know something? <clears throat> whether somebody was sick by affliction, whether somebody had a demonic oppression, it doesn't matter with God. Or somebody was sick by virtue of biological reasons, natural reasons, genetical reasons, it doesn't matter. When Jesus shows up in your matter, let me say something to you. Whatever be the old condition will be taken away. The Lord healed the woman. Instantly, what crept into her body began to creep when I commanded in the name of Jesus. But it now, instead of coming up, it crept down to the earth. And everybody, everything left. But for evidence, the marks in her legs, the Lord left it. Because some people, you know, like to argue with 
manifestation of God's power. But let me say this to you. I have decided that they will go and interview the people who knew these people in the family. The team is going from Lagos to go and interview their family so that they can take a proper record and history of those people. And their photographs in their old condition. And the one who we saw, we will see on the video that the legs was eating up, I will ask them to, re, to refilm that body because I'm confident by the time they film that body again, you will not see one mark. Because Jesus left that for them to have evidence before everything will be cleared. But let me say this to you. If God has been doing that, and on Friday somebody came here with a pain at the back of the head. You remember? And the Holy Spirit picked up that person and the pain vanished instantly in this building. Now, if you are part of this house and God told you every last Friday is crusade, overcomers. And every first, second, third of the month, bring your request and pray and see what I will do. And members of this church from January have been coming to victory night and they have been coming with testimonies that are mind-blowing. If you claim to be part of this house and you do not come to such meeting, come on now. Don't you understand? Listen to me. If by the spoken word of a medium, a witch doctor, a wizard, somebody went insane. If by the spoken word, we they call spell in England, and they call it curse in Africa, curse, somebody has a great personality but amount to nothing in life. If by the spoken word of a messenger of Satan, <clears throat> somebody who is promising in life suddenly began to nose dive, intelligent student became dull because somebody spoke or somebody cast spell or cursed them. How would you not understand that also, and more than that, will a man sent by God speak, and everything that was will cease? The old order of things have been done away with. Listen to me. When which doctors speak, demons act. When we speak, heaven move. That is the reason why. If you miss the day of your visitation, it's another cycle before solution. If you come to Christ the Tabernacle, know this very well. This is not a church we collect three offerings, four offerings in a service. This is not a church pastored by a man who failed trying to make life, and so he got frustrated and he said, God is calling me. No, 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 I'm not such. And none of my pastors are also. We are qualified men, we are professional men in several professions, very successful. Then God told us, dump it. Preach. That's the reason why we cannot merchandise the world. Because if I need money, I will go and practice anything. All the careers I have. But if we leave that for you, and on the day that God will visit, you are in there. It's not good for you at all. Listen to me. Our crusade in Abbey, after I left the crusade, the, 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 the team told me, people were coming from Abraka Asaba. Don't worry whether you don't know those names. The number of people that came tripled 
the third day. Because of the testimonies of what happened the first two days. Okay? Now, God wanted to bless you. He said, meet me every last Friday. A woman in the meeting I went yesterday, pastor, a woman, came to me and said, Daddy, please, I want, why don't you start crusade for us in London? Now they are working on that immediately when they spoke it. From next year, we will take the button to the UK. But this is the crusade here for Christ's faith tabernacle. Okay? Everybody who believes that he's part of this household, you must not miss out in the covenant of this house. I will together now. You may struggle for years. The authority of heaven resides in my lips. A word from me will change the whole scene. Ah. Listen to me. Unto who has the arm of the Lord been revealed? I cannot boast in my academics. Though I have that too foolishness. But I can boast and say to you, I know a man who was taken to heaven. Not once, not twice, not three times, not four times. I know a man who, when he talk about heaven, is not just what he read, but what he saw. I know a man who has stood in the council of the Father four times. Where decisions are taken and made over nations. And you are witnesses that the things that heaven revealed came to pass. Even to this year. What I told you in January will happen for each month to the government of Britain. You read them and you saw them on television when the month came. Therefore, don't take God for granted if you come under my voice. Because people like myself live but for a time and we're gone. Do you understand me? What you get, you get it now when we speak. Take God serious in this house. If anybody goes out and says that I'm a member of Christ with Tabernacle, people say, Apostle Williams, they say yes. What they expect from you is the standard is high. They expect vision, they expect revelation, they expect personal relationship with God because that's what they know Apostle Williams for. So therefore, this Friday is the last victory night. First, and then the second, and then the third will end next Sunday. Don't miss it. If you have any requests, bring them. You know how we came about this Overcomers and Friday? Sometime in the past, God had told us, pray and fast for the whole, the, or the whole of December. We did. Some other time, the Holy Spirit said, we should pray and fast and fast in the whole of January. We did. But after many years, the Lord said to me now, He said, I want to give you a key. He said, son, gather your members for second third of every month. And present your request to me for each month. And he said, on the last Friday of the month, gather them to come and testify. And he said, you will see what I will do. From that time, the lives of many shifted in this church. Okay? Those of you watching me on television and on, on, on Facebook or on social media, let me say something to you. If you, are, if you follow my program and you live within London, first, second, third of the month is covenant month for you. The last Friday of the month is covenant month for you. Leave the social media and come physically under the unction. Satan had messed up enough. People have looked for help where there is no help. The time has come that those who seek him will find him. But we must seek with all our hearts. I will together now. Now let me 
have finished the discussion. Thank God for this watch. It will soon be put to an end. When the end of all things shall come. And we shall be reunioned in glory. Then time shall be no more. But while you are still on earth, listen to me. God has a plan for you. The book of Jeremiah 29 verse 11, it says, For I know the plans I have towards you. I know the plans, plural, I have towards you. If you look at that scripture, it says plans. In the King James Version, it says thoughts, which is plural. So for everyone who is born again, God has plans. Which means that there is no condition that you meet yourself that God had not planned for. I would mean now. Many of us run helter skelter looking for help when the helper is right inside you. If you listen to my voice, you stop that. Every plan, every circumstance that happened to a Christian, God had pre-programmed the plan. Let me help you understand this. I told you last Sunday the area of the certainty of the plan. The first plan of God is to send you to the family where you were born. And that is part of the global plan. So some of us are born in very rich families. Some of us are born in a very poor family. Okay? That is a global plan. There's a young man I met yesterday who is the head of gangs. He came to this church yesterday to speak. And I'm bringing him here to come and share with my youths. Because the boy says some astonishing things. He's, the testimony of that boy's life, every youth in, in, really in the world need to hear it. I'm bringing him here physically. But you understand that some of us were born by prostitutes. It is God's plan. Somebody raped a woman and God sent a spirit of a man into that and that child is born. It is God's plan. Every nation that you are born is God's plan. Now, remember I told you, God is the Alpha and the Omega. Which means he is the beginning and the end. Who is in the middle? You. You are the middle. Now, another thing you should write down is this. Between the journey of your birth to the journey of your destiny, Satan has no power. I repeat myself. Between your birth and your destiny fulfillment, Satan has no power. Do you know something? When I talk about the devil and you are listening to me anywhere in the world, you should know that I'm an authority in it. Okay? Because I was born by a man who served Lucifer face to face. In my house, they don't tell us about Satan. We know him. That's where I come from. Are we together? But now, I am a messenger of the Most High. For the devil, I have seen him. And for God, I have sent him. Therefore, listen to me. What many people have been taught is the devil did this, the devil did that, the devil did that, the devil did that, to the extent that you have no record of what God did. That is wrong. Very wrong. But what about some people that Satan really hindered them, or demons hindered them? Let me help you understand. God is your beginning. He waits for you at the end, expected end. But it is you, 
everyone that God ordains for you to meet. Because between your birth and your ending, God has a plan for everybody. Either you are born again, you are not born again, it doesn't matter. If you are born again, well, if you are not born again, according to the book of Second Peter 1, 3, you can only achieve God's intention for life if you are not born again. So you have people like Microsoft, they can make money, they can succeed in their academics and stuff like that. You have people like Richard Branson and the rest of them who are not Christians, but they have achievement for life. There are two mandates of, of man. God's divine power has given you everything you need for life and for godliness. Okay? So, those who are not born again, alright, can still fulfill what they need for life. But they can never fulfill what they need for godliness. Because it takes the Holy Spirit of God to fulfill that. Okay? So, there are rules of engagement in the scripture that everyone can follow. And that will determine what becomes of you. So, on your way from your birth to your destiny, God has set up various human beings you will meet. From the womb you were born, the family that you were born in, those who you will meet in primary school, secondary school, as you grow your friends and all stuff like that, till the end of your life. But at the same time, because we are human and we are made like in God's image, we also have intellect and we reason. Which is... What Kenneth Hagin called permissive will. We also make choices. And so our choices of who we relate with as a, as, and when we are infant, when we are younger, to primary school, to secondary school, throughout your journey, to the end of your life, you make choices. Now, if a person just goes along with the choices of God, there will be no hitch. Now, there is a lot of scripture that tells you the, the, the principles that can orchestrate human hearts to go through as God has pro- pro- programmed. And those principles are underscored or underlined by the word morals. Alright? So, that's the reason why a non-Christian can still go by the morals of the... Of, 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 achievement and still reach their goal whereas a born again may not reach his goal till his death because he did not submit to the standard morals that god has set up for a man to reach i told you last sunday that you know whatever you do to if you are you know in an office whatever you do to your junior staff will determine what will be done to you too in the future by your senior staff if you frustrate the life of somebody, you must be frustrated. If you, you can fast and pray, that will not stop you because whatsoever a man sows, that's what he reaps. I would together now. So, but now, we understand that people who are not born again can fulfill mandate for life. But they cannot fulfill the spiritual mandate. Having said that, therefore... When you start your journey of life, and when you get to a place in your life, and then by your own desire, you make some choices, and those choices are contrary to God, especially those of you who are born again. What happens to you is that this is a path to destiny, but you have chosen to turn perpendicular. You will go perpendicular, okay, away from your course of destiny, because of what you have chosen in your mind to follow. A woman who has a promising future may decide to marry a wrong man. She starts another journey. 
But if a woman destined for future, great future, could hear God or could, you know, use normal common sense of morals to test the man, she would know the right man for herself and she would know the wrong person. Because by their fruits. But sometimes when love blinds the eyes of a woman, she just overlooks some very evident character and signals and signs that she sees. She says, oh no, we'll manage it. No, we'll get over it. That woman follows the curse. Whether he's born again or not born again. Now, when you go into a place where your flesh is leading you, where your loss is what determines you are, according to the book of Ephesians chapter 2, you have come under the influence of Satan. This is how Satan has his way in family. This principle is, a, is applicable to every decision in life. If you have a little disagreement with your husband or wife, and you took a decision, if that decision is not in line with God, you have only taken a decision in line with your flesh, and the ruler of the flesh is Lucifer. That is how people become victims of Satan. Let me tell you this. How many people here, you are a witch before? Raise your hand. Or you are a wizard. What are you doing like that? How are you looking at me like this? You mean converted witches don't come to church? Witches don't come to church? Church is where they should come so that they can be born again. This is what it is in witchcraft, let me tell you. When you go to a witch doctor to afflict somebody, he asks you, what has he done wrong? Because the Bible says, like a, like a dirty sparrow that has no resting place. So a costless curse can never be. And this is the rule that governs demonic realm, as far as well as the godly realm. God cannot bless a man who has not sold into him. Alright? And I'm not just talking about sowing as in money because that has been bastardized. The first seed of a man to God is your life. First Corinthians chapter 8 applies. He said the people of Ephesians, they gave themselves first and then their substance. I would gather now. Therefore, a witch doctor cannot afflict an ordinary man unless there's an offense. Because affliction works by offense. So also is you. Satan cannot rule over you if you did not sell your conscience. If you did not take decision according to the deception. Satan don't have power. I ask you how many were witches before you didn't tell, talk to me. If you were a witch before, I will have brought you up to ask you some real questions for people to understand. Because Christians are confused. There are many ministers and people today who are not, they, they are not even born again. They just woke up one day, called themselves pastor, and fools follow them. Because the fools don't check the fruits. The Bible says by their fruits we will know them. A man who cannot conduct his family, a man who cannot live happily with his wife, how can he teach others to live happily with their wives? Come on, listen to me. A man who had never been successful in life, how can he teach a man how to be successful? He had never labored and not been successful. But fools follow them. Because the majority of human beings are vulnerable, are gullible because they don't read. I would together now. Therefore, listen to me. The decision of your life is what determines who has access. So if your decision is after the flesh, Satan rules the flesh. So you go away from destiny. 
Listen, as time endures, seed time and harvest time will not cease. For everything you decide, there must be a consequence. Some of us are now in the midst of a bitter harvest for the decisions we took some years ago. Regret don't come from God. It comes from disobedience. The only thing a man will lose by obeying God is regret. You will lose regret. You won't have it. The same thing, if you disobey God, the only profit you will get is regret. Listen, therefore. But God still waits at the destiny for the man. And man has turned away from God. And God will be sending many people to talk to you just to get you to the reason. The unfortunate thing in Christendom today, especially Pentecostal movement, is that Satan deceives you through some men of God so called. That all those demise are caused by the devil. No, they are caused by you. And because many people are fighting wrong targets, they continue to blame the wrong man for their demise. Instead of blaming themselves, which will give them understanding to sit down and rethink about their lives and discover so that they may come back. They continue to blame the devil. And they give you all manners of prayer points against the devil. The condition remains. If those prayer points are correct, then there should be change. Those things refuse to change because you are praying amiss, Jesus says. Listen to me. A person, many people die on the way to destiny because they have wasted volumes of their lives over wrong thoughts. They never reach. Someone says that the richest place is the grave, cemetery. Because in the cemetery align many human beings with great ideas and they never fulfilled it. The only thing that can make the devil frustrate in life is the decision of that man. Which comes as a thinking. But you know something with salvation when you are born again and you turn away from the world. The Holy Spirit will convict your heart. Every step you take the Holy Spirit will worry you, your spirit. Anybody who doesn't have such conviction is never born again. Never born again. You only go to church. Don't die. Please, I beg you. Because you will open your eyes in hell. Hell is real, you know. Even the ungodly use it as a description of unpalatable circumstance. Don't you think that ungodly people are stupid? When you are going through bad things, they say you are going through what? Hell. If hell did not exist, how did it come to the vocabulary of man? And how did it come to the appropriate use by man, even those who don't believe in God? Atheists will say you are going through hell when things are terrible. Therefore, which means there is heaven, and which means there is hell, and which means that both places are abode of some people. Therefore, listen to me. When you are born again, the difference between you and somebody who is not born again is that the Spirit of God is in you who convicts you of sin, of judgment and righteousness. He will not let you go on a wrong path for too long. He will soon bring to your face your demise, your mistakes, your errors. Because God is interested in your prosperity. The Bible says God derives pleasure in the prosperity of his saints. God does not want to be miserable. He doesn't want to be a failure. A father who is rich cannot give back to poor children. If the children decide to be poor, the father can never be happy. So is God. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and all those who dwell therein. In Psalm 2 verse 8 it says, Ask of me and I will give you nations for inheritance and the ends of the earth as your possession. The thinking of Christians should be to take over nations. That is your portion. 
But you see, there is a devil somewhere who works in the mind of believers. And the church of God on earth has come to the most dangerous part of existence because now 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 1 has manifested. It says, in the last days many will desire the faith. They will follow deceiving spirits and things taught by devil. And devil cannot teach the church unless he become a minister in the church. We have many devils and puppies all over the world today. They are the ones who lie, who deceive, who mislead. But pity are those who follow them. But at the same time, we have ministers of God who teach you the counsel of heaven, who teach you and submit themselves to you to judge what they have said. A minister, you cannot ask questions. If you follow him, you make determination to perish. Is there anybody here who can go home and ask his father any question? If your father taught you something, said something, can you not go and say, Daddy, that thing you were saying to me, can you explain it to me? So how could a minister of God not accept questions? It is because they are not sent by God. They are sent by themselves. Those who are sent by God are very eager for you to know the truth. And they are very eager to help you know the truth. Of course, the truth must be the truth that they also have known and have walked in. Are we together now? Therefore, for a believer, you will suffer damages for contravening the laws of God. And then, as a believer, you come to a place where you stop and say, No, 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 my life ought not to be like this. There was a king in the Bible who got blessed so much and raised so high. And the man stood one day in his palace, on the top of the palace, and he looked round and saw in a glimpse, and that tells you that it's not physical. He saw the physical structure he built, but he saw his own kingdom. And his kingdom is beyond size, which means it's by the mind. And he says, this is what I have built by my own power. And the Bible says, the voice of God sounded from heaven to him and said, Because you have not acknowledged the God of heaven, you shall be an animal in your garden. And God made him an animal for seven years. He was in his own garden, and they were looking for king. Look, when you read Bible stories, always apply physical nature to it. Because if somebody, if a king disappears, they should choose another king, isn't it? But if God hide a man, nobody will replace him. Are we together now? God will not allow anyone to imagine it. So they were waiting for him. Of course, they don't know where he is. And he's vanished first year, second year, third year, fourth year. If you read that scripture, the Bible says, The king said, And I, King Nebuchadnezzar, it says, My sanity, when my sanity was restored to me, it says, I recognize the God of heaven. And when he recognized the God of heaven, his mind was restored by the same God, and he found himself as an animal. He got up in his position, full of feathers, and he walked into his palace. They could recognize by his face, but his body they could not. Because God of heaven confined him by his ignorant word. But he became a king back, isn't it? Yes, sir. And he ruled again, isn't it? Yes, sir. So your destiny cannot be destroyed. Amen. Because God ordained it. It's waiting for you and I to fulfill. Listen to me. You cannot quit for any reason. Pursuing the ambition of your life that God has given to you. Don't blame the devil for anything. Forget it. In CFT, no, we don't blame Satan. 
I said to them yesterday, in this church, you are my witnesses. If anybody under heaven tell me there is a devil, if I go to a city, they say, oh, there is a devil here, he's giving problems. I say, where does he live? Do you know those who worship him? They say, oh, yeah, yeah, there is a man there. Take me there. Not physically, we go and see them. I will see those, those who are called principalities enter their shrine and ask them, that, are you the one who is in charge of Satan here? Okay, I'm in charge of God. Now, if your devil can demonstrate before me, I will serve your devil. But my coming to this palace today or into this shrine today, if that brings an end to your Satan, then you must serve my God. It's not dream, it's physical. And I've done that in India. I've done that in the whole of the Jebu region. Go mention Apostle William to any king in the Jebu. There is no shrine I pass through that remains a shrine of Satan. Impossible. Impossible. I say impossible. I am a servant of the Most High. What people fear, I don't fear it. Because people fear what should not be feared, because they didn't have enough fear for the one who should be feared. Are we together? I was in Sagamu one day doing cruising, a place called Sagamu. And God did so many miracles. And in that meeting, eight kings gave their life to Jesus on the spot. They left their men who were their watchmen. They came with Ashana Paul to my crusade. And I confronted it. There's no apology for it. If somebody is so stupid to bring powers of Satan to my meeting, I must challenge that power publicly and disgrace it. Listen to me. And some people came to me and said, from Ikene, and they said to me that, look, Apostle Williams, we have, we have, we have a problem in Ikene for seven years. The occult in Ikene, the Oro people and Agamemnon people, they have been molesting us for seven years. We took them to court, and the judge will not bring verdicts for their assaults because the judge feared them. When they come with their, all with their Jaguar Jaguar, you know, Shaki and the, the Asherah pool, and they enter the court. The judge will just adjourn the case for seven years. Hmm? And he said to me, we went to all our fathers. They told us, give Caesar what is Caesar. They said, I said, what do you want? They said, we want you to accept to go and see those people for us. So when they mentioned this big name, that big name, that big name, that big in the whole nation, and they said that this one said we should give Caesar what is Caesar. That one said the same thing. That one said the same thing. Nobody said don't confront those people. They are wicked people. Now, so when they tell you that, what would you have said? If these big names are saying that don't, maybe. No, 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 no. I don't follow big name. Because when I was taken to heaven several times, I didn't meet any of them. And I've never had any of them stand before people and tell them how heaven looks like. I respect a man who claims to be a man of God who can tell me how heaven looks like. If you cannot, God didn't send you, as far as I'm concerned. Every Christian can hear God. Oh, God is saying this. Every Christian can hear that. But the symbol of those he called to lead others is that he... he, Paul said he appeared unto me also to validate his apostleship. Are you with me now? Now let me say this to you. I told those people, those ministers... And it's in record. You can go and ask any of the ministers in the Kenyan if you are listening to me on the internet or whatever. I said, can you also do one thing for me? I will do what you want me to do, to go and see them, only on one condition. Oh, they said, what is the condition? 
I said, go and tell the leaders of Oro. Anagemon. That Apostle Williams wants to see them in their forbidden forest. You didn't hear what I said. I just spoke in tongues. <laughs> now, you know those pastors who are terrified. <laughs> Forbidden forest. These people behead people. Mm-mm. They behead people. But if you give them my message, they will recognize that among the occult, they always say, Somebody who said that I want to see you before Lucifer when you worship him. Cannot be stupid. So they decided to. They, went, they said yes. It's, a, it's agreement. Go and tell them. I will go. If they say come. That place where they behead others. That's where I want to meet them. That place where their idol will manifest. That place where they call the hiding place of Satan. That's where I want the meeting to be. Take me to the place. The first thing is that in Nigeria. I look. I mean. No man has ever asked for this. The people they told them to be afraid of, I am saying that, no, I want to meet them where they can behave people and use them for sacrifice. The difference between me and others, my eyes have seen the king of glory. When you talk about angels, I'm not talking about those I imagine. They are here right now. Look at them. <laughs> Look at them. I don't minister without them. I don't move without them. I don't go anywhere without them. Listen to me. And so with you everywhere you go, they are with you. They are. Hebrew 1.14. It says, are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve you? Do you have to see them to believe? No. <laughs> they are there. If some of us can see them, no problem. Listen to me. When they gave them my message, the head of Agamemnon was given the message. He called the head of Oro. That's the two most deadly. What shall we do to the man? Who is the man, by the way? Who wants to come to forbidden forests? That's what they decided. Let us investigate him. Where they called the Okwale. Okwale, when, when they divinate about you, the Okwale, which is the divinating instrument, cannot lie because you are God's sons. He can lie by anybody, but he has no order to lie when it comes to Christians. Are we together? And the Okwale told them who I really am. They look for the Mason in England, maybe he's from among them, I'm not. They look for the other one, I'm not. they look for all cause, I'm not. Where did he come from? Okay, let us see the power he has. But they could not understand it. Because how can darkness comprehend light? The Bible says the light shines in darkness and darkness cannot comprehend. And the Bible says, know ye not that ye are the light of the world. A city that is hid cannot be seen. He said, let your light therefore shine among men in the shrine in the forbidden forest. That's where we shine. We can't shine in light. Many of you, you are light, you know, you are shining in light. That's why we didn't see you. Get out of the church and go and shine in the midst of darkness. And you will know how much you shine. Hallelujah. So they decided to kill me before the time. That makes it a lot more jokey. Hallelujah. Who is the giver of life? Satan or God? Aha. 
So if God is the giver of life, if you want to kill a life, you must take permission from him. And the Bible says God wants kings concerning them, saying, touch not God's anointed. So therefore, when they could find no one in the kingdom, their kingdom, who has the ability and the power to kill me, they decided that they would put all their powers together. But they forgot. The Bible says in the book of Psalm 2, why do the nations rage? It says the people of the earth gather themselves against the Lord and against his anointed. Read it further. He said that they will see, he said that they said we shall break their chains from all. He says, he that sits in heaven will laugh. Whenever the enemy gather against you, God laughs. Hallelujah. I say, whenever the enemy gather against you, God laughs. <laughs> How can God fight if somebody don't look for his fight? How can God give you trouble if someone don't look for his trouble? God just sit down, JJ, in heaven, amen, hallelujah. Enjoying his bliss, hallelujah, somebody. But when the devil gather against the Christian, oh, God laughs. He laughs, he laughs, he laughs, he laughs, he laughs, he laughs. God laughs. But you must be in his will. Listen to me. When you read the book of Elijah, it looks as if, oh, a wonder is happening in Christ with Tabernacle. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> hey. They gathered together, they decided to carry a sacrifice, national sacrifice to kill the apostles. They went around their city for seven days, they would do the ritual. The fourth day, they went around. Second day, they went around. Third day, one of them came and told a, 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 a woman, I don't want to mention her name again, I've been told to be careful about such. And one of the mothers of Yoruba land, who is a Christian. And they told her, because they want to kill me and kill my protege, who is a, uh, you know, uh, adopted son to this mama. And they said that they want to kill your son and an apostle from London. Mama said, who? And they told the story. So mama called my protege on Wednesday and said that, look, there people are killing both of you, you and your apostle, by the seventh day. And when Mama told my protege, the same Wednesday, the Holy Spirit came to me in Sierra Leone. I was with the president of Sierra Leone then, and told me, get tickets for Friday and be in Lagos on Saturday. He didn't tell me more than that. But the court have decided that Saturday in Ikene, it will be my funeral. It will be the announcement of my death, and there shall be mourning among Christians. Jehovah sees. Your God is more than what you think. Come on. You know why I'm teaching you these things and I'm telling you my own life story? For you to know that if it happened with me, it will happen with you too. If God be for us, the Bible says, who can be against us? Romans chapter, chapter 8 verse 28 verse 30, 31. It says, if he did not spare his son and he gave him to us, how much more will he along with his son give you every... Come on now. No God serving with all your heart. It will make your life journey simple. I will not achieve a good thing on earth that I don't desire. If I desire any good thing, I will get it. I will get it. You are my witnesses to that. Listen to me. I called my protege on Thursday. I said, send your driver to pick me up in the Kajan airport on Saturday. He said, "Ah, where are you, Apostle? I said, I am in Sierra Leone. Ah, he said... By Saturday, both of us are dead men. I said, who will kill us? And he told me the story. And he had told my mother that uh, they are joking. 
You cannot kill a dead man. We died with Christ 2,000 years ago. The life that we live, we live to the glory of the Son of God who loved us and gave himself to us the book of Jude. We can't die twice. When you are a Christian, you never die again. You may change states and leave this body. For once to eat, you walk out of the gloves, of the, or this glove that covers your body. When your time comes and God says, come forth, you will drop this body. You are not dead. It is the beginning of your eternal living. That is the reason why a Christian Jesus said, do not fear he that can kill the flesh, but fear he that can keep the flesh and cast your soul to hell. That I will fear. I will fear no man. For the Lord is with me. Let me help you understand something. That's the reason why my composition of mind is simple. You see how I look? Do I look funny? Jesus can look like this. If a Jesus appeared to you like this, you will believe him. If I look myself in the mirror and I think I look funny, I change that form. I wash my robe in the blood of the Lamb daily. I am tempted like you, but I remember the Bible says, My son, when sinners entice you, consent thou not. For the end of consent is shame and disgrace and blows. Hallelujah. Those who live in glass house don't throw stone. I care to know no fashion. I care to know nothing except Jesus Christ and the power of his resurrection. I don't care for glory of men. I care to be known in heaven. I don't care what blackmail men will say, but I care to hear God for next year. So that the things I say, write it down. You don't have to believe it. When the time comes, they happen as God has said it. I do not seek wealth. Because if I wanted to, I would be very, very rich. What is my wealth? You are my wealth. Listen to me. If I become very, very rich alone, I'm a useless rich man. If I make many rich, then I am a very rich, rich man. Listen to me. Yoruba people used to say, in your kid, Jack, by way, come out You don't understand what I just said. I just spoke in tongues. That is the tongue of God. Hallelujah, somebody. If you go to the, to the bush and you cut many leaves, okay? If all the leaves are rotten, there will be one leaf that will be left that will not be rotten. I don't care how many people leave me. I care about those who remain with me. Because if I pour my life to every man, I didn't pour my life into them so that they will come back to me. No. There are people who God will live with me. Those ones God will make them Everything I need will be taken care of Do you understand me? I, if I tell any one of you I want to use your car You won't say to me why You'll be happy Okay, when you suffer, we suffer together When you didn't have, we share together So when you have, we share together Because what I have, I share with you too Listen to me I care about the living God And that's why I fear nothing Change your mindset Listen to me. I appeared in Ikene on Saturday and all your calls ran away. Hallelujah, somebody. Yeah. Where your enemies say you will not reach is the beginning of your success. Yeah. But somebody must join his hands with the hands of that man of Galilee, behave like him, talk like him, think like him, act like him, don't care of any criticism. Have you seen any successful man that was not criticized? 
So why are they criticizing Theresa May? Criticizing Trump. Either you like Trump or not, he will rule over America and he's ruling over America. You rule over your own room that you are criticizing him. Hallelujah, somebody. I don't like him. That doesn't mean anything to him. He didn't hear you when you are expressing your unlike. He's enjoying himself somewhere. Hallelujah, somebody. Same thing with Theresa May. I love all these guys, you know. Anybody God appoint to be a leader, I love me. I love the president of Nigeria. The new one in, in Zimbabwe, I love him. May the Lord bless him. God had told us in this house, by the beginning of this year, there will be a change in Zimbabwe. Go check the tape. I told you, this year, hallelujah somebody, we serve a God that is not an idol. He has mouth and he speaks. He has eyes, he can see. He has hand, he can use it. He has leg and he can walk to your house. <laughs> he said the God of the Gentiles are not so they are graven image given by the hands of mouth they have mouth they cannot speak they have eyes they cannot see they have hand they cannot use it they have leg they cannot work somebody who fashioned them the one that is rich will put a chain on their neck the Bible says he said the one who doesn't have money for a chain he will leave his neck beard they are God he said those who serve them are like them hallelujah and also those who will listen to them. He says, Isaiah 44 verse 9. Let's read it together. Wow, 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 wow. All who make idols are what? Nothing. And the things they treasure are what? Worthless. Those who will speak for them are what? Blind. Three categories. Those who make them are nothing. The things they treasure are worthless. Those who will speak for them are blind. He said they are ignorant to their own shame. How can you fear those things they made that God says is not? They say something is a shrine. There is no shrine in the world except the shrine of the living God through Christ Jesus. You can walk into any shrine by man because they don't exist. They are fake. They are false. They have no power. But if you claim to be a child of God and you are afraid of these things, you become a slave to them. For a man is a slave to what he fears. And what makes you fear it is because the church has been lied to for a long time. I've met some people who call themselves deliverance ministers. I said, what are you doing in Nigeria? When they are, they are worshipping devils all over Nigerian forests, if you have power to cast out demons, I suppose you should go to where demons are. What are you doing in church? Looking for people with Holy Ghost to cast demons out of them. You have many demons in the forest, go meet them there, man. None of them could go. It means they are liars. Taking on the advantage of human. How many minutes do I have? <laughs> Hallelujah forevermore. Hallelujah forevermore. Let me say something to you. I do not teach you what I do not do. If I tell you to fight a battle, it's a battle I have won. Alright? So someone cannot tell you that. Ah, that pastor, it's only him who I am not. It's not only me. I follow the commander of the army of the Lord. And that's the person you follow. His name is what? Jesus. I love him. I love him. So your destiny is forever certain. If you are walked away from destiny by walking away from the counsel of God today, rethink. Come back. Your God is waiting for you at the expected end. I will finish by helping you know this. That your destiny, God has ordained your life and God cannot change his mind. Even those of you who are not born again. That's the reason why if you can accept God into your heart, 
He's still waiting. He's not just rewriting it. He has written it. He has embedded it as a book into your spirit. And God is waiting for you to turn back to him. Does the scripture tell me that? I end by looking at the book of Isaiah chapter uh, 14. Look at verse 24. Shall we read together? The Almighty has sworn, surely as I have planned, so it shall be. And as I purpose, the plans of God for me shall be. The purpose of God for me shall stand. You don't understand what I said? I said the plans of of God for me shall be. The purpose of God for me shall stand. Now I declare unto your life that what God has planned for your life, that is what your life shall become. Because it is written, if anybody hearing me, either you are born again or you are not born again, I override it. I decree in the name of He that lives forever and ever. If you have turned away from the cause of God to pursue shadow, I call you back into, into sanity in the name of Jesus. Everything that is waiting for you outside God to strangulate you, to hinder God's plan, I declare them to become nothing in the name of Jesus Christ. Their power and their vibes. The Bible says that their garment is made for us, prepared for fire. That's what we saw on Friday. I say the weapons of the enemy over your life shall be consumed with fire of God. As God has planned for your life, your life shall be as the purpose for you, it will stand. Your mistake of the past will not hinder God's plan for you. Come back. Look at that scripture, Isaiah. The next verse says, I will crush the Assyrian in my land. On my mountain, I will trample him down. His yoke shall be taken from my people. And his body removed from their shoulder. I said the Lord will crush the Assyrian in your land. Listen to me. In the church of God, which is the mountain of the Lord, I break the power of yoke on everybody in the name of Jesus. Whatever the enemy has yoked you, I command them destroyed in the name of Jesus. Any veil that Satan put on your face, I command them to be removed by the word of God. God has a plan for you. He has a plan for your marriage. He has a plan for your children. He has a plan for your grandchildren. The plans of God shall remain and be fulfilled, he said. He says, I will crush Assyrian. They are the embodiment. Assyrians were the people who brought the rulership of Israel to an end. They, they tried to hinder destiny and delay them. Listen, the next verse says, 26. This is the plan, what? Determined for who? Come on now, is it for Christians only? Is it for Christians only? Why is God interested in the world? He created his world. He's the owner of his world. He created all mankind. Whether you accept Jesus, you don't accept Jesus. God made you. He doesn't want you to die and go to hell. And Jesus is the only way. Listen to me. This is the hand stretched out over nations. So when we enforce God's will over nation, understand is the word of God. You pray. It doesn't matter who is your ruler. If Christians in that nation will pray God's will, that ruler will obey it. Cyrus was not a ruler, you know, a child of God. 
Isaiah said, Thus says the Lord to his anointed. Chapter 45. To an ungodly man. God called him my anointed. To subdue nations before me. I told those who are leaders of Christians in Nigeria. The demise of Nigeria, they should ask from all the Christian leaders of Nigeria. They are the one who caused it. I'm talking to the world. They misled Nigerians to pray against God's anointed because he's a Muslim. When Holy Spirit told me that man will rule Nigeria, all of them were saying the man will not before the election of the man. But God told me, I have no business in Nigeria. You know, I, I have no sharing in the government money or in all those stuff in Nigeria. So I have no reason to be biased. Holy Spirit told me the man will rule Nigeria. And it showed me four years for the man to rule Nigeria and bring Nigeria back to his position. But the liars who call themselves Christian leaders in Nigeria lie to the people only because they have participated in ungodly acts with the politicians. In a short time, their judgment will begin. No, I'm telling you what I've seen. Some people will mourn and weep when they open their Pandora's boxes out, the Holy Spirit, in the new year. Listen to me. Because of that, Christians in Nigeria got biased instead of them to pray for their Cyrus. They kept their mouth shut or they wish him evil. But the man is sick and the spirit of the man is crying, who shall help me? And the Christians God sent there have been lied to. So they turned against him. Therefore, the people who rule in darkness afflicted him. They afflicted him. The one who has the authority to free his affliction. Satan turned them against him. They will answer with their life in eternity. Listen to me. Cyrus was ungodly. God said to Cyrus, I will, set, I will lift up your hand to subdue nations. I will open before you double doors so that doors shall not be shut against you. He said, I will break down the gates of bronze and cut to the bars of iron. He said, because you will let my people go. Buhari is, the, is God's last chance for Nigeria. Nigeria miss it. I am sorry. Many years ago, God took me to the future of Nigeria and showed me, I'm going to Nigeria next year to teach and talk to them. I want anybody who thinks he can hear God to come and talk to me publicly unedited. The destiny of that nation God revealed to me. When people were queuing all over the world looking for, begging for visa to go to Nigeria because Nigeria was abundantly blessed. But God gave them one chance. After that man, Buhari, he's supposed to rule a young man before who there is no pebble. I saw it before Buhari showed up. I will gather now. If Nigeria missed this time of Buhari in Nigeria, write my words down. Write my words down. Unless he who lives in heaven did not speak. The spiritual leader, Christian leaders of Nigeria, the money they should be using to help the poor, they are buying jets. Can you imagine it with your common sense? lavishing God's of money, building schools that ordinary poor rich man cannot afford, with the same church money. When we went to missionary schools free, they went to missionary school free. Primary school was free. Secondary, I went to Baptist primary school, Baptist secondary school, free. And they didn't have the money these guys have now. They are stinkingly rich through exploitation. 
But let me say this to you, that does not validate the man who was speaking about tithing because that mantle is used by Lucifer. God says, bring all your tithes to my storehouse. Because of those who are messing about with tithes doesn't mean that the word of God is a lie. I will together now. I will talk about that later. But I have just about five more minutes. I want to show you this. Those who hear God cannot be misled. Anybody who follows those wrong teaching is because you don't know God at all. And without you, God will still do his job. You will only exit. If you don't tighten your church, you have only excluded yourself from God's blessing. Full stop. Hallelujah. Those of us who tight, we will reach it. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, somebody preached, spoke here yesterday. He said, those who did not come do not matter. He said, those of you who are here, you are the one who matter. Hallelujah, somebody. Tell somebody, I matter. <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen to me. He says, in that place, this is the plan determined for the whole world. This is the hand stretched out over all nations. And the next verse, for the Lord Almighty has purpose, and who can thwart him? His hand is stretched out, and who can talk? stand upon your feet? We're going to pray. Upon that scripture, know this. There is no medium or which that can destroy your destiny, because your destiny is by God. Somebody says that somebody has sat over your destiny. It's a lie. It is not a cheer that another man can sit upon. God said here, this is the plan what? Determined for the whole earth, the world. This is the sun stretched out over all the earth. For the Lord Almighty had purpose. Who can? Who can? Whether they call him Lucifer or they call him man. They call him warlocks or, or witch doctor. Who can? God says. Who can thwart me? God says. Who can? Who can stop me? God says. When I designed the life of a man, who was there? Says the Lord. If you were not there when I designed his life, how can you? Says the most holy one. Let me say something to you. We all are going to make up our mind in this meeting. You will change your mindset. As for you, you are born to be successful. Nothing less. Nothing more. You cannot settle for a service success. You are born to be great and you shall be great. Change your mindset. God had purpose. Who can trust him? His hand is stretched out to help those who have faith in him. Lift up your voice and begin to pray now. Begin to make declaration in the name of the Lord. That the plans of God for me shall be established. The purpose of God for me shall be fulfilled. Begin to come against everything the devil is using. Faithlessness, hopelessness. Begin to come against them in the name of Jesus. Begin to come against them in the name of Jesus. God said in that scripture, who can trust me, says the Lord. I have stretched out my hand. Who can call it back? Who can call it back? Tell the Lord, let me see your outstretched arm in my family, in my marriage. Today, Lord, I cry to you. Stretch out your hands to my body. Stretch out your hands to my soul. Stretch out your hands to my family. That I will fulfill the mandate of God in the land of the living. God has stretched out his hand over you. God has stretched out his hand over your life. God has stretched out his hand over your family. Begin to command in the name of Jesus. Over my wife, over my, my husband, over my children, my grandchildren, I call for the plans of God to manifestation. No witch under heaven can stop God. 
Yea, God says, I have stretched out my hand. Who can call it back? Begin to decree. It is not too late for any one of you to realize destiny. Begin to speak to your spirit. Arise, O my soul. Achieve your destiny. Arise, O my soul. Achieve your destiny. Receive strength. Receive wisdom. Receive counsel. Receive power. For destiny, you must be successful. For destiny, you must be successful. Speak in the name of the Lord. No witch can stop destiny. No warlocks can stop destiny. God said it. I believe it. He says, I have decided. I have purpose. Who can thwart it? Says the Lord. Who can frustrate it? Says the Lord. The Bible says, He who destroy the tables of the money changer and turn to foolishness the counsel of the witches and mediums. Begin to decree every counsel of Satan over my life. Father, turn it to foolishness. Every counsel of the devil over my wife, over my husband, my family, turn them to foolishness. Every counsel of Satan over my children, turn them to foolishness. The Lord Almighty has decided who can thwart him. Father, we exalt you. Lift up your voice, begin to thank the Lord. Lift up your voice, begin to thank the Lord. Oh, Lord, we worship you. We exalt and magnify your holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your hand over my family. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Rejoice in the Lord your God. The Spirit of the Most High is inside you. Celebrate Him that lives forever and ever. For this season, He remembered His people on earth to bring to pass His counsel. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord.